Hello, and welcome to another episode of 10 Minutes with Mason. Today, we explore the topic of Does God Exist? Each caller will be given 10 minutes to discuss the topic with your host, Mason Batts. Hello, everyone, and I'm your host, Mason Batts. This show is recorded live on the Wisdom app. So if you would like to call in live, please dial into Wisdom at Mason Bats. So we will now bring on the guest. Uh, I'm probably about to butcher this name, but we'll say Skaz, uh, maybe? I don't know. It's C-Z-A-S. Um, so I'm very sorry for butchering your name, but welcome to the show. It's jazz. It's a Polish word. Oh, okay. Uh, well, nice to meet you, Chaz. And uh, where do you fall on this topic, Does God Exist? Well, before I answer that, I just got a couple of questions for you. Is that okay? Yeah, go right ahead. Sure. Okay, so when you say, does God exist, are you talking about a specific God? The God that you believe in? What, what God is that? I believe in the Christian God. Oh, so you so the question is, does the Christian God exist, or no, does no, no, God this, this, this is this is this is pertaining to theism as a whole. Uh, this cause the the arguments I'll be using today uh, don't don't exactly have to be used just for the Christian God, but in my opinion, that is the God that does exist. Oh, so so yeah, I'll just say sure, God exists. So, um, what God do you believe in? I don't believe in a God. I know there is a God. So, that's the, well, I think that's um, the difference. Well, how, did, how did you come to that conclusion? And what God do you know exists? Well, I know that God exists. And that's, that's what I call the thing that I, the entity that I know exists, I call it God. It doesn't call itself anything. So, um, yeah, you know, what, what, I, are, the, what I, are the characteristics I, of this God? Oh, see, that's the thing. That's the thing. We can't know the characteristics of God. And the way that I understand God, God's existence is that I, um, I experience God. Through God's divine essence, not God itself. God is God is transcendent, is unknowable at, at all. So we, can't, so we know it, nothing so of do God. Do you believe in, in any of the established religions per se? No. No. So no. okay, uh, that's what, I, no, that's I don't what I practice a religion. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought, and that's completely fine. I uh, love to have these conversations. So, how did you? Uh, come to believe that this God that you're describing to me does exist? No, I don't believe that God exists at all, sir. I know God exists. Okay, well, how did you come into the knowing that this God exists, that you're describing to me? I experience God through God's divine essence. Yeah, okay, elaborate on how do you experience that? Well, um... God's divine essence guides me towards the most favorable outcome for myself, other people, and my current environment. And so, as I um, have heard this guidance, well, all the time, um, 
and experience this guidance all the time, I recognize that guidance as God. And I also recognize that, well, I can never prove God to anyone, and I, it's not necessary that I do so simply because God is an individual experience. God is not a collective experience. There's no reason to prove God outside of oneself. As a matter of fact, we can't prove God outside of oneself. Uh, yeah, I would I would say I would disagree with you there. I'd say it is very possible. Well, it all well actually it all just de- depends on what you mean by prove. But um, what do you mean by prove? Well, what I mean by prove is the most likely um, of the causes would be God. Like I said, there's like if someone said, well, my proof would be if a big hand wrote in the sky, God is real. At, you know, in two days from now at this exact time in red ink, you know, I, clearly I can't I can't do that. I can't make that happen. But I but I can show you. But so what can what can you what evidence can you show? I, I can show you evidence that leads to the a probability that God most likely okay. is the cause. So 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 hit us up with that. OK, so I'll first start you. With, uh, I'll start off with this. What's known as the cosmological argument. And it goes something something like this. Whatever begins to exist has a cause. The universe began to exist. Therefore, the universe has a cause. Okay. So, so who says that the cause is God? Well, that, well that, that just makes it not atheism because atheism said the universe is uncaused. Well, we're not talking about atheism. We're talking about your evidence. And so what makes that what you just said evidence of God? Well, because... The God that I believe in is spaceless, timeless, and immaterial. Someone who created the universe would have to be outside of space, time, and matter. That's how that's based evidence. on what? Based on what? What do you mean? Why does it have to what? be? Yeah, but why does it? You said someone who does that has to be blah blah blah. How do you? What? What? What's your well, evidence of that? You can't because you can't be located within space, time, and matter, and also create space, time, and matter. But what you're saying is that this being created it there's you're not providing the evidence of that well okay if you if you want to go against my argument this is deductive you have to disagree you have to take down one of the first two premises in order for no the third. I, don't, I don't have to i don't have to take that down you see yeah, because yeah, that's the, how the because the universe works. you can't just because, disagree but with i'm not premise. i'm i'm not i'm not here to do a logical debate but i'll tell you i'll, I'll do this I'll, I'll play this game in this way so would you say that the universe exists? Well, clearly the universe exists. Okay, so that the universe somehow came into being is what has caused it to exist, correct? Say that again? Yes, that the universe has came into being is what has caused it to exist, no matter what might have. That, that's a, I, I think that's a circular argument there. No, actually, something caused the universe to to come into being, correct? Yes. Okay, and so because it has come into being, it exists, correct? What? I mean, we've already gone the universe, over the universe does exist. Right? No, because the, universe, because the universe has come into being, it exists, correct? Yes, the universe exists. We've already, that was the, okay, your first point. Great, great, great. But that a being created the universe 
is not a fact. That the universe came into being is a fact, but that a being created it is not a fact. A well, be, that a being what, created what would you, what would that a being created, created that that a being created the universe is a belief, not a fact. Well, I, I can go over. More I don't know what created the universe. Well, um, well, see, that's easy for me to say. I don't that, know that, what well, that, created that's the just, universe, that's but that doesn't negate. There's plenty of others that I can now. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. But there's, but there's, but but that does not negate my understanding of God's existence. I don't have to believe that a God created the universe to know that God exists. So you, so you're saying you can know that God exists, but not believe He created the universe. That's correct. Okay. Yeah. You're gonna have to explain because that's uh, pretty confusing. Why is that confusing? Do you actually know that God created the universe? Yes. No, you do not, sir. Yes, I do. You'd be very famous if you did, though. But you I, do I, not know. I, you can only you can only posit that. You can I only posit that God. What, uh, can you read that? You, sorry, you cut out. No, I just stopped talking because you were talking over me. Okay, well, I, so yeah, go ahead and start start talking. Okay, so you can only posit that God created the universe. You don't know that God created the universe because you can't prove it. He's the best explanation of the facts. For you, yes. No, of the facts, period. No, for you. Like you're going to have to only give me some you. evidence, but I mean, you can sit here and just say that all you want, but you've given no evidence. What do you mean, no evidence of what? Uh, that you no, don't no know that God that created the universe? What do you mean? What 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 part? What aspect of what I'm saying is not true? Well, all 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 you're just saying that you believe in a God that didn't create the didn't create the universe. No, I didn't say that. What I said was, I don't have to believe God created the universe to know that God exists. Yes, but like I said, you're going to have to your your opinion, like your view, is very vague, and I know I know you know that because you're just kind of wishy washy with it. So it's kind of hard no, I'm to not see being wishy-washy. Believe. I'm not being wishy-washy. To know that a rabbit exists, I don't have to believe that God created it. Well, clearly you can see a rabbit. Yes, and to know that that but rabbit that exists, the God you're I don't about, have to believe that God. Do you believe that, that God created the rabbit? Do you believe as, that? Uh, as Chaz's time has uh, run out, if he wants to come back in because we don't have any callers, um, he can, uh, that was a, okay, let's see here. He is going to come back in. So, uh, well, we are bringing Chaz back on. Uh, he was trying to give a point. Um, Chaz, you want to, uh, give, uh, start with that point you were ending on there? Sure. I'm so sorry. Sure. So do you believe that God created rabbits? Uh, I believe uh, I don't know if it, a rabbit specifically, but I believe God created life. Yes. Okay, so is, does a rabbit have life? Yeah, ra- rabbits exist. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what you're trying to. Okay, prove so there. do you that God? Do you believe God created them? I I just said that I believe God created life. All life. Yes. So then it's safe to assume that you believe that God created a rabbit. It's pretty easy to say. Yeah, I mean. It, it, like I said, I I don't know for sure if he, you know, 
made a rabbit by itself, or, or if a, is the rabbit life through other is, the causes, rabbit, but, is the rabbit a part of life? I, you said God created yes, all yes, life, so then a rabbit yes, is a part of life. Yes, it doesn't matter if it's a rabbit or not. I believe that He created all life. Okay, great, great. So then I'll just presume that you believe that God created rabbits. So you don't have to believe in God to believe or know that a rabbit exists. You just happen to believe in God uh, uh, and think that God created rabbits. Not everybody does. Not everybody believes in God, but they know rabbits exist. Yeah, you're not. This isn't proving anything. I don't. I don't know where you're trying to go with this. Well, my point to you is that I. You at the question is, does um, God exist? Right. So I'm telling you, yes, God exists. I know God exists. I don't believe that God exists. And 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 in my life, God exists through God's divine essence, a real and tangible understanding that I have of God. But that doesn't necessarily mean that God created the universe. But you, but you see what I'm, well, you see what I'm saying here. How can you? No, believe I in don't a God? actually. How can you believe in a God but also not believe? That I, it created I, I, the you universe? keep saying that I believe in a God, but I don't. I know well, there's just said a God. You, okay, whatever you want to say, you know, you believe whatever. No, believe in you are two different things. Language. I don't believe in a God. Language. It doesn't mean anything. It's not, it's not different language. I don't believe yes, in but, God. I know God exists. Okay, 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 let me explain it to you. Um, I can just, if just I can. replace everything I said with no, and that's and that really fixes Okay, okay, okay. Let me, let me explain it. Let me explain it to you. So uh, you live in a house somewhere? Yes, uh, yes. Is, is there a refrigerator in your house? Yes. Do you believe there's a refrigerator in your house? Yes. No, you don't, sir. You know I do there's, believe there's a refrigerator. No, you know there's a refrigerator in your house. You don't believe there's a refrigerator in your house. No, you know I there's believe a there's a refrigerator in, in my house right now. I may not be there, but based off the evidence that I walked okay, by but I'm this saying morning at the saw it, Okay, when you are I in your right house and you see your television. Refrigerator in my house. Okay, right, okay. I'll, you're, I'll go you're with that. You're arguing over different I'll, I'll words go with that. in the English I'll, language that don't, okay, mean, I'll, I'll, that don't I'll have go any bearing on it. When you're in your house... I don't care and you see that your refrigerator. You know that whoever you believe in exists. It doesn't make any difference to me. It doesn't. Okay. When you're in your house and you see your refrigerator, you know your refrigerator exists. Yes, you're not you're not you're not hearing me. I don't care that you No, because because that doesn't that line up with your with, with your it argument. Doesn't matter to me. I would rather okay. move on from this. Okay. We're not you don't care this. I I, okay. I already said however you want to say you believe or you know whatever. I, it doesn't matter. That, that's, right. Okay. That doesn't matter at well, all. You know, so we don't need to keep talking it, about it. Okay. Good. You don't care because it doesn't line up with your argument. But you see, I, belief I, my and argument the, isn't the difference. Know or believe. Okay. The difference between belief and knowing, they have two definitions, two different definitions. So I know that God exists. You believe that God exists. Yes, but when I ask you how you know that, you can't prove it. No, and I told you that. I told well, you that from not, the very beginning. You don't know. If you cannot prove it to me, you don't know. You no, don't. I don't have to prove it I to you, sir. I can prove to you that there is a okay. refrigerator in mm -hmm. my house. I can. Can I not? You absolutely can. You exactly. absolutely can. You but can't you guess prove what? to me that the God I, you say absolutely sir, you know exists. You can't prove and it I to keep, me. Okay, uh, are you going to let me talk here? 
Well, I mean, you, so, you need it. If you're going, you can't okay. just run around with well, me for no, the last 15 no, no, minutes. No, 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 don't get upset. Believe, but then you say you know, but you can't prove it. Okay, no, and I told you I can't prove that. I know it. It's not necessary for me to prove. Well, how you. did you know it? How do you know it if you can't prove it? How is it I know it. I know it. I don't have to prove it to anyone else. I but know. How it. do you? Okay. You see how listen I know it. How how listen, I know okay. it. Chaz, Chaz is irrelevant to Chaz, you. Chaz, listen to see where I'm. I'm trying to understand. So if I'm trying oh, to get no, you're to not. know the guy, no, no, you you're know. not trying to understand. Chaz, you're not trying to understand. Listen, listen. If I am trying to get to know the God that you know, how do I do it? But I don't care if you get to know the God well, that I know. You clearly got there, so how do I get there? Okay, so what I'm telling you is I got there through listening and quieting myself to understand the the the, the guidance of God's divine essence, which I could clearly hear within my being. So I experience God through God's divine essence. Whether you can do that, which I believe you, everyone can, if they decide to release all this other stuff that they that they believe in, um, then yes, you could reach that too. But you know what? I I'm not trying to prove to you um, what I know exists because it's not well, necessary you, you, for me to Chad, do that. You called into a show. Where the title yes. is, Does God Exist? What do you think we yes. were here to do? Well, I told you, yes. And then you you wanted, you prodded me for more. Yeah, you said, I'm, Does I'm God exist? And the answer was, so okay, explain so to here's others the, what you believe here, and why you believe it. Here's the, the, the deal the question that you have up okay, there. Hold on. What, hold on. Just so, we, just so I know, what do you mean by God's divine essence? God's divine essence is a part of my. Um, understanding of God's existence. And what do you mean by that? Like, what is your well, definition I'm, of God's divine that essence? Part, I'm, that part I'm, I'm not going to explain here because it would take way more time than I have here to do that. Well, can you but just suffice, give me the okay. overview so I kind of so let me, to, let me, really let me, let, understand? Okay, let I really, let me, I really let, am. It's just difficult. Okay, well, well, okay. It's always going to be difficult when one yeah, well, doesn't want. Try to want. make it easier by telling me. Well, are you going to continue to talk over me, essence. sir? Well, I'm. You, you keep running away from this, so I'm. I'm not to running away here. from anything. Are you? Well, are you going to? Are you going to let me talk? God's divine essence is. I can't tell you if you continue to. I can't tell you if you continue to interrupt me. Well, go go ahead. Okay, so. No, I'm not going to explain God's divine essence to you. I'm going to, uh, what I'm going to explain to you is that I experience God's divine essence, which allows me to know that God exists. So you do, to under, answer your you do understand, oh, you oh do my understand God. this is a logical fallacy, right? You no, it's not a logical fallacy. This is circular you know. reasoning. No, it's not circular this reasoning. This is exactly the circular reasoning. Absolutely not. I, I know that God exists because I personally know that God exists. It's a circle. It's no, a circle. I know that I, I personally know that God exists. Okay, so my question to you, you then. Is, okay, so then my question so then my question to you is do you know God exists? I believe God exists. Oh, so you believe God exists. Why? Because I believe it's the best explanation of all the facts. Oh, then there you go. And that works for you, correct? 
And you're satisfied See, you're, with you're, that. You're, you're, you're still on this. You're still now. You're trying to get me to hop on you with the circular reasoning. No, because that works for you. And what you try to what you try to no, do. You're, you're, not, no, what you're trying see, to do you're, is you're, you're trying, you trying to see use, what I say. I'm you're saying. trying to use, No, no, I do not you, see what you you're do, saying. And, I hear and what you're, you're just saying. Trying to go around it. I, look, Chaz, I know what you're doing. Like. I'm not trying to trap you in any way. I don't. I don't know why you. Think I'm not. I, am. I, I don't. You, I, it doesn't matter. You see, because for me, God exists in the way God exists for me. I, it doesn't require me to prove Chaz, it to Chaz, you. How can you not see that that circular reasoning? How? Wow. You know, I Chaz, actually. Just repeat. I, what you're I, wait. Let me. Let me. Let me. Let me. Let me finish right quick. You know. Let me. Let me finish right quick. You know. I actually thought. You know. When I, I, I've listened to you in the past, I've actually thought that you were actually sincere in what you were trying to do. But, you know, you're not. You're just basically, I don't even know what to, how to describe it. I will just tell you this. Yes, God exists. You have a great day. Uh, as Chaz's time is running out here, uh, I would just, I will say to Chaz, you know, hopefully... He can come back on um, on another show, as we but we do have more callers waiting today. Um, I, I, I would just challenge Chaz uh, if he's you know to really come up with what he believes and be able to explain it to other people because I think that's central and um, you know in anything. If you if he wants to say he knows it, he he knows for sure. That God created the universe. Well, then He needs to be able to explain it uh, and explain how that happened and how He came to know that. Um, I'm sorry for that getting a little heated, but uh, uh, taking out a little of my frustration. Uh, Julie is joining us now. Julie, welcome to the show. Hello, Mason. How are you? Doing good. How are you? I'm all right. I'm very interested in your uh, question. Um, my view on this is just my own personal perspective is the question is for the asker. I don't think you'll find anyone that will be able to explain to you why or why not they believe in God or not. I think the question that you're asking is solely for you yourself to find the answer. I, I know the answer. And well, I can't explain it. That's fine. That's good for you. So, so Julie, where, where do you fall here uh, on this? Do you believe God exists or, or not? I'm still, um, I'm still working on that one myself. Okay, uh, great. Um, so, uh, do you come from any sort of religious background or non-religious background? Tell us a little bit about that. Well, I was brought up by, um, by social care. So, in that, I was placed in both sort of spheres. So, I could go to church... I could go to any church and regularly went on a Sunday when I was a, when I was a little girl. So I've listened and I enjoy, I have enjoyed um, 
the stories, you know, as a kid, when you grow mm -hmm. up, you hear all these beautiful stories. So that, that appealed to me. I enjoyed that. But then later on, I kind of steered away from it a little and went more into the realms of um, the magic that I could see. So to me, I was sort of appreciative of my life. I was appreciative of my experiences and the things that are beautiful, like trees, grass, the sky, the stars, the magnificence, the smallness of myself. So I could enjoy all of those things. And then somewhere along the line of, almost when you read a historical book, it was very difficult to put them together. So I'm still asking that question to myself today. But I believe, it's my personal belief, that I will find the answer for myself. Yeah, no, that's great, and thank you for for sharing. Um, you know, so you you know, you talked about you know the beauty of the universe and the and the world around us, and I, I think that's that's just that's just great. Uh, and I and I couldn't agree more. That, you know, we do live in a a beautiful place, um, and with some uh, beautiful people uh, right. like like you, Julie, and you know, then there's some not beautiful people. Um, but uh, I, w I will ask you this. So you did say you grew up going to church, so um, or sometimes going to church. So <laughs> I, I, are you talking about a Christian church? I've, I've tried all sorts, actually. The only, um, mainly as, I, as a kid, you know, in this, in this space that I lived, it was uh, a Church of England church, yes. Okay, yeah. Uh, so... And then I have a chapel. I went to yes. a little chapel. So I, I, obviously, I'm an American, so I have a you know a loose understanding of uh, the Church of England and you know and its similarities and differences. But mm. um, so obviously, you were you know. So what would you say your your biggest issue with believing in Christianity would be? Like, what's your biggest holdback? I would say that. There seems to be, in a church situation, a lot of regulations, a lot of rules to follow, a lot of guidance that if you step out of that, you um, feel almost guilty and less than. You know, you feel alone. If you step out from that, I think that a church for me seems to provide um, parameters for you. You know, it can also be a banister to help you as well. And I just couldn't fit into that kind of mode. I couldn't, I just felt that I was just too, almost too wild to follow rigidly this this sort of continuum. Yeah, uh, you know what I'm saying? So it's yeah, like, I mean, um, I, to, to be honest with you, Julie, I, 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 couldn't really, I couldn't really agree any more than I do. Um, you know, there's a lot of the established churches and Christianity and some other religions that 
mm-hmm. really have done some really bad things and done some some bad jobs in in, in the name of of Christianity. Uh, uh, would you say the Church of uh, of England is similar to the Catholic Church? No. I think Catholic Church is a lot stricter. Stricter. Um, okay, okay. So, not, so in, no, in America, as... that that would be probably you know the Catholic Church is very strict, and uh, mm. you know, in Jesus's time, the they had a group that was known as the Pharisees, and they were very strict, you know, uh, very anti-women in this, and so, and this is actually one of the things that you know really made them hate Jesus was. That you know, he said that wasn't what church was not supposed to be—a hotel for the righteous. It was supposed That's to be. That's correct. It yeah. was supposed to be a hospital for the needy, and they and they did they really didn't like that, and they hated him for it. And you know, they would eventually kill him. And I think that's the big problem with church today, is that they've gotten back to the church being a place, a hotel for the righteous, instead of a hospital for the needy. You know, so I, I really can sympathize with you there, Julie. So from that point, like I said, I'm on the quest now to discover this for myself. So almost, you know, doing my own singular debate. <laughs> <laughs> but it would be difficult, even if I found the answer, to be able to convey it to another person, because I believe... It's just my belief. It's only, you know, my thought process. Well, that it ju- is so difficult to describe to somebody the proof that you may ask for. In yeah. Their, um, yeah. So that's really. But, but uh, before, before you go, as we're kind of, as time is running low here, um, I, I li- I'll, I'm going to put a rock in your shoe and, you know, and, you know, maybe you can shake it one day. Um, do you have a, a pen or can you take a note down somewhere? Uh Hang on a minute. I know where there's a pen. Hold the line. Give me two seconds. I'm hoping I'll not. I won't run out of time. Give me two seconds. Okay, I'm back. I'm coming back. Okay. Um. Still got time. Yes. So you don't have to write this part down, but I'm going to tell you this part. Then, then you, then you'll use the pen. Okay. Are you ready? Okay. So you talked about the design in the universe. So I would just like to lay something out to you as far as uh, as you're on your quest. Yes, um, please do. It's always good. So I would th- I would say that there is a lot of design in the universe, a lot of fine tuning in our DNA. I would say that all design implies a designer. There is intelligent design in the universe. Yes. Therefore. There must be an intelligent designer. Now, as we're running out of time, you don't have to go into that, but just think about that and sit on it and maybe research it. But write this down. So this, okay. this will. There's a book. It's called "The Case for the Resurrection," and as a Christian, my entire belief does fall on this. It's by an author named Gary Habermas. Write that down. "The Case for the Re- okay. Resurrection." Yeah. And and maybe and maybe go and just, and just read the book. And like I said. I'm just trying to put a rock in your shoe just to, you know. That's fine. I, I love things like this. Thank so, while, you. so while you're on your quest, maybe that can help you. Okay. What's Julie, the, it was what's really great author? talking to you. And Give you have a beautiful accent. Quick. Thank you. <laughs> Give me yes. the author quick. 
Yes. Who's it, who's it by? Gary Habermas. That's the one. Thank you very much. You're welcome. I hope to talk to you another time, Julie. Well, what a, what a really great call we just had there with Julie um, on the show. Uh, we have no callers right now, so if anyone else would like to come up and discuss the topic with me as we enter in our second hour of the show. We are in hour number two of our two-hour call-in show recorded live every Tuesday and Thursday at 3 p.m. Central Time. And for the first time, I'll say this in America, as uh, I think Julie was maybe um, our first ever British caller. Uh, Like I said, really great conversation. So if anyone would like to come up and discuss the topic of does God exist, I would be glad to have them. you know, just hear their beliefs, whether uh, Julie didn't really know, and, you know, she's still looking, and that's great. Now, it's a, you know, really beautiful process, and I hope she gets there one day, and I, I do believe that she will. Um, but like I said, we've had a few really great callers today. So if anyone would like to call and discuss the topic with me, that would be great for all of my Spotify listeners. I am currently on the Wisdom app if anyone would like to come up and discuss the topic with me does god exist like i said i do believe that god does exist um, because i believe it's the best explanation of the world around us and the uh, evidence of that um with that looks like we are bringing up our next caller uh this caller is anonymous i don't have a name hello Welcome to the show. Yeah, well, thank you so much for accepting my request. Um, I noticed your talk, and I generally do tend to stand, do tend to stay clear of talks like this because I do find them to be loaded questions. Um, I've had people before ask somewhat similar things. You know, bring me proof existence of God and. You know, I've come on and tried to answer the best of my ability, but I find people like that will not, despite saying they're open, you know, despite saying I'm willing to, I have found that uh, personally in my own experience that those people are not willing to listen to anything and will just simply reject everything that you say. So I tend to generally avoid these things. Um... But I did listen to Julie before you, and I just literally heard you there saying that you think, that you believe based on the evidence. Um, Personally, for me and my own self, I think that what we're living in is a free will world. And that means that you're free to accept or reject anything that you want, including the existence for or against um god i do think that ultimately there can be no ultimate proof obtained in regards to our physical senses um a manifestation of god or a physical idea of god i don't think of god i don't even like using that term to be honest but this idea of a creator a creator of all things i think that's what we're talking about is so far beyond our scope of things that we have a very limited understanding of this and we're looking at things 
from a scientific logical point of view when we ask questions in, in this and I think that defeats the entire purpose. I think that it's up to us to either accept or reject the concept of God and there is no right or wrong in this. All I would say that for myself where I have found my own proof, my own connection with this divine being is this inside. It's an inside job. It's not an external thing. I find that once you learn to connect with your authentic self, once you learn to open your heart to the beauty and connection of all things and begin to see other people as just extensions of yourself and understand that we're all going through the same journey here, that we're not different at all, we may look different, then I think that you'll be a lot closer to the realisation of uh, this concept of a creator than by simply looking at things from a logical, philosophical or scientific point of view. So for me, the concept of God or a creator of all things is when I feel that connection of love, when I feel that love blossoming in my heart and I find it so much easier to forgive, find so much empathy in my heart for my fellow human being and really wish there was an end to the suffering that we constantly seem to put ourselves through. So for me personally, this is an inside job and that any verification or clarification or existence of a, a divine being who has created everything in existence is largely personal to each and every person. I don't think it's something that you can pull into, you know, out of thin air or into physical existence or measure under a microscope or you know, have it, uh, you know, by, by scientific measurements or machines. I don't think mm -hmm. that's possible. Mm -hmm. I think that, um, as I said, it's it's very personal to each another, each another person. And even with that, um, it's not something that can be ultimately proved. It's to do with feelings and feelings can't be measured. They can't be, you know, put under a microscope or a scientific measurement. But once you feel that love within your heart, once you feel that, you feel as if you're about 20 feet tall, that nothing else in the world matters, that no insults, no, you know, harm, no threats um, directed against you, um, that they simply bounce off you like rubber arrows. And I feel that uh, that is probably a, a closer connection or close as a, uh, a proof that there is a divine order to the universe at a divine spark because I felt myself lifted and put into almost transcendent states of, of this realization that we're all you know divinely connected that we're all one and when I'm in that state I, I don't see us as being separate people I see us all struggling along the same path I see us all trying to find answers and we're all trying to you know, find better ways of existing and better ways of co cooperating with each other. And that's due to this heart-based um, existence, this heartfelt way of expressing yourself. And I think that once you do that, you're very, very much in tune with 
the the power i guess for me which is which is prevalent throughout our reality which is that power of love and i think that that love travels all the way back to this very very source of all things and i think that once you feel that love in your heart then you're truly connected to the source of all things yeah so um from from that what you just said um I gather that you do believe a God exists. Is that correct? I do believe that there is a force. A, I don't like to use that term God because for me it's very limiting. Because when we think of God during to a lot of our religions refer to this human-like being who's generally a man. So I, I try to not refer to that concept as, as, as something which is called God. I much prefer the term and again, it's only words. At the end of the day, this is what trips us upwards. But I much prefer a term which, for me, is a more kind of real definition of, of, of some sort of unimaginable being that we can really have no definition on. And I prefer the term creator, this creator, which is ultimately genderless and goes beyond this limited term of God that we have. But yes, as I said, I do believe in my own way that there is something out there that is tangible in regards to your feelings, your emotions, but it's, it's an internal job. It's not something that can be manifested outwards unless it's through your own actions. So, so how did you personally come into believing that this being that you're describing to me existed and created what's around us well i very much grew up in a christian community and i always felt that there was more that hadn't been told that i more that i hadn't learned and i tried to go to you know my my local parish but found it very limiting i didn't find anything there. i didn't feel anything there so for me feeling is the key feeling is 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 your guidance system it is yourself trying to make yourself aware of things so i didn't feel anything in that it felt cold and empty although i tried to do the christian thing and you know read the scriptures and follow in the path of jesus and you know listen to all these stories and try to do the right thing but it was, the key thing there is i tried you shouldn't have to try in this it was only many, many, many years later where I bumped into someone who may be described as spiritual. Um, and I understood that they claimed to, you know, talk to dead people and stuff like that. And I was completely oblivious to any of this stuff. And um, I had no concept of any of that. So I had to use logic. I had to use reasoning. And I thought, well, I'd known this person for a little while. I've just not known this about them. And what I know about them, I think that they, they do not lie. They're not someone who makes stuff up. They're not someone who exaggerates things. And so when I thought about that, I thought, well, if they're not lying, if I don't think they're li they are a liar and they're not lying now, what does that tell me about my own beliefs? Should I then be forced to re-examine what I believe to be true? And so I went to that person and spent some time in that person's company with a very open mind and listened to you know their tales a lot of which i rejected a lot of which sounded fantastical a lot of which i thought oh that's that's a really interesting story and over a 
Yes, as um, the caller's time just ran out, um, we will now bring up a return caller. Um, but uh, yeah, very interesting uh, call. Uh, Chan, Chan's his name. Chan, welcome to the show. Hey, Mason, how are you? Okay, so doing pretty good today. How are you doing? Doing well. As I was listening to the Zenith there, uh, by the way, I'm so jealous of his accent. That's like the coolest uh, Scottish accent. I wish I could talk like that. Uh, the Zenith. So if you're still listening, man, that that is awesome. Um, there was a couple of things that the Zena said that, that kind of troubled me. And one was that he talked about feeling that him feeling is the guide. And there's where I would challenge him that fe- feeling is not a good indicator of truth. As a matter of fact, the Holy Scriptures in the Old Testament in Jeremiah says the heart is wicked and deceitful above all who can know it so according to our own uh, or according to the biblical text in jeremiah our hearts are deceitful so when we trust our feelings when we trust our hearts we will be led astray instead of following our hearts we should lead our hearts and so i just i just think if you trust your feelings, because feelings change uh, all the time, then that's not a good indicator of truth. We should search for truth. And it sounds to me like the Zenith was picking a religion based on how he felt and what he liked. And that's a way you pick ice cream, but it's not a way you choose medicine. When you choose medicine, you choose what what works and what heals. And I think that religion is not, uh, many people go about picking a religion like they would choose ice cream. Well, this flavor works for me and this flavor works for you. And they get upset when other people feel like they're trying to force their flavor of ice cream. But that's not the way that I see it. The, I think we can agree that we're in trouble. Mankind does not treat themselves pretty well. We're, we're kind of messed up. And the reason why we're messed up is we all have this disease. We're in, in this disease is we, we have rebelled against the creator and we need help. We can't solve our own problems. We need help. And that's where God enters in to the space time continuum. And he, uh, he has, he has to rescue us. And uh, the other thing that I think the Zenith mentioned, I understand why he said this, is that you kind of try to figure out your own definition of God. Well, that's the problem because people have different definitions of God and they can't all be right. They can all be wrong, but they can't all be right. So, uh, Mason, I just wanted to see what you thought about that. Yeah, um, he's not the first caller today that has had a, a similar opinion uh I, our first caller had a, a, a similar opinion that he, believe, you know, that everyone, uh, you know, had their own belief in God. And I try, you know, challenged him on that. But it's, it's pretty circular when, you know, he, I would say, well, he said, well, it's just what I believe, but, you know. But um, but I'd like to ask you, so what, uh, 
you did reference the Bible. What version of a God do you believe in? The God that is revealed in two places. One is in nature. When we look around, we see that the universe displays design. Um, it displays design in the microscopic level. It displays design in the space level, the stars, the, the mountains, when you, the human being. When you look at the design that is seen in the universe, it is too amazing to say that this happened by chance. So if there is design in the universe, then there must be an intelligent designer of the universe. That's the, the, the idea of God, what we would call natural revelation. It's out there for everybody. But more specifically, I'm intrigued by the claims of Jesus of Nazareth, who made some outstanding claims and is the only one that claimed to be God in the flesh and demonstrated this by rising from the dead. And he made, here's the claim that I think people should really consider when they look at Jesus of Nazareth. Somebody to make a claim this bold really is either crazy or there's something to it. And the claim was this, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. There's not many paths, according to Jesus of Nazareth. There's not many paths to uh, God. According to him, then there's only one path through him. So here's my take on it. If someone claims to be God and rises from the dead, we definitely should at least listen to what he has to say. So I would hold to the biblical God that is intelligent, spaceless, timeless, immaterial, that entered our space-time continuum in the person of Jesus of Nazareth to rescue us because he loves us. Yeah, I mean, you kind of answered my first question would be my question after that of, you know, how you came into believing that. But I think you uh, kind of clarified it for, for all of us there. And I have to say, I completely agree with you. Um, you know, that is, if I could have any chance to prove that the Christian God exists, I would, that, you know, the entire Christian case falls on, you know, all, either it dies on the fact that Jesus didn't rise from the dead, or it is true on the basis that he did rise from the dead, because uh, I think anyone who says that and then does it, uh, you know, I can and, and is able to do that, I can believe whatever else he said, too. Yeah, and I think there's something, uh, you know, to that. Also, what what I think is intriguing about Jesus is... Almost every other religion at least acknowledges Jesus. They at least tip their hat to Jesus. Jesus never tipped his hat to anyone. He did not talk about the other teachings of the other religions. And as a matter of fact, the focus of the other religions are based on their teachings. But Jesus made himself the issue. And... I think we should follow truth wherever it leads. And if it leads to Christianity, then we should become Christians. If it leads to Islam, then a person should become a Muslim. If the truth leads to atheism, then become an atheist. Follow the truth where it leads and investigate it. That would be my challenge to all your listeners. 
Yeah, but I, but I would say you know don't follow what you know would be your truth. I would say follow the truth. The truth that that yeah. would be correct because there is no you in my in 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 my experiences and my talks with others. There's no such thing as your truth and my truth. It may be the case if we're talking about ice cream and uh, and and different tastes, but if we're talking about medicine, if we're talking about morals, then there is the truth. And I think that when you say that a certain religion is correct, that's kind of a bold claim. But I'm since I'm a follower of Jesus, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about what I'm going to follow what he says. I'm going to consider what he says the truth. He said there was only one way to God. And I know that sounds exclusive, but the truth by very nature is exclusive. It excludes the things that are false. Yes, I uh, I I couldn't agree more with that. Uh, you know, I, I was thinking that on the last caller, caller as he was as he was talking. It was, uh, you know, great to have you back on. Uh, like I said, we, uh, I actually have, uh, have you ever re- read the book, The Case for the Resurrection by Gary Habermas? Uh, I have. Yeah, so, uh, earlier on the show today, I had a lady who called in from England, actually, and, uh, oh, cool. yeah, a beautiful accent, and, you know, she had, you know, described to me that she was still kind of searching for what, you know, if there was a God and if he existed and if so, which one it was. She, and she had talked about the, you know, the beauty of the universe. So I, you know, gave her the evidence for intelligent design in the universe and what that means as far as implying that an intelligent designer must have designed it. But then I referred to her and I made her get a pen and write it down. The book, The Case for the Resurrection by Gary Habermas, because, you know, and I told her, you know, that the Christian case, this is what it's all based on. So if that's true, then Christianity is true. And I challenge her to go read the book. Uh, Chan, last words. Uh, thank you very much for having me on, Mason. Looking forward to talking. Yes, sir. Thank you for coming on. Uh, Chan Heron. Um, we now have our next guest joining. Uh, I'm going to let her say her name for or him, whichever one it is. Yes, it is her because I don't want to butcher it. Hello and welcome to the show. Hi, this is Sushi. How are you? Doing pretty good. Yeah, I, I didn't want to uh, butcher that. Thank you for joining. Yeah, I actually usually never uh, available for wisdom at this hour, but your topic, feel I, I feel a call to come up and share um, what is um, the truth that I believe, and I don't need anyone to agree with me, but I'm so grateful for you to have this as an open platform. Well, yeah. Uh, so what do you believe? I believe that God is infinite and our intelligence is finite. So we trying to use our finite intelligence to understand God. It's like shoot on our own foot. I have a feeling that all the religion debates, to be honest, once you awaken to alignment that you feel resonates 100% with that inner knowing of yours, no religion is wrong and no religion is right. That's where I am. God is not any entity. 
to me, God is unconditional love, and He cannot. He's everywhere and He's nowhere. I don't even want to use the word He because that personifies it. But the thing is, I feel like as humans, we tend to always call whoever that ca- carries the capability and ability beyond our comprehension God. So we're not just calling Jesus God. We're calling anybody who possesses some sort of superpower or some sort of super ability that beyond our comprehension, we think this is impossible. This must be God. So, to be honest, I just feel like if everyone to just let go of like I need to understand what God is, life is going to be much easier because we're gonna be humble enough. To admit that we cannot understand God, however, everyone can experience God. We can all experience God. We all have experienced miracle in our life. We all have felt that love that is uncontrollable, that's indescribable. You cannot define love. There's no specific color to love. There's no specific shape to love. There's no specific size to love, and that is what I think God is. And anything else is to trap us in a limited point of view that is a box. And if we always stay in that box, we're never going to be liberated. We're never going to be free because we, as souls and as spirits, we are free already. So,、um, so、uh, just to be clear, you don't believe in any of the organized religions. Would would you say that's correct? It's not like I don't believe them. I understand why they exist. It's almost like you have a big piece of mirror and it's shattered, and all the religion grab a little piece, just like, oh look at this, my mirror it shows the truth, and they're like, my mirror shows the truth. But in the end of the day, it's from that same piece of mirror. They are all mirror, but none of them has the complete mirror. But then all the mirror shows a little bit of truth. And doesn't matter what size the mirror is, that mirror shows something. The function of no matter what shape the mirror is, it has the exact same function. It mirrors, right? So all the teaching of all religion, it's not like I studied all religion in depth, but I know enough of what each one is about that I know where they come from and why they are there, and I feel like it's just. It's just humans trying to understand God. In the end of the day, it's just like we need to figure out who is the real God, who we should follow, what can we do to be the right thing. To be honest, there is no such thing as the right thing. There is only the thing, and once you put a right or wrong to it, define it as good and bad, then fear arises, and what fear is is the absence of love. And that takes you away from God, because we all have that love in us. We all are able to love. What does that mean? We all have God in us. And do we do we just go around and say, "Hey, I'm God. You're God." Well, technically we can, but the reason we don't do is because we are living in this finite body. But as a spirit, yes, it's just like imagine an ocean. A ocean is ocean, but what is made of is water. So if you take a little drop of water out of that ocean, is that still ocean? Well, 
it was from the ocean, but it's not big enough. It doesn't make it less of an ocean. It has all the property that ocean has, and that to me, what God is. Well,、um, I will just say this. You know, I I don't. I, You know, in your great caller,、uh, you know, thank you for coming on and being very nice, very sweet. But I, but I will say, I don't think that all the of the religions can be true.、Um, no, all, I don't think they, they are. They contradict themselves in a lot of in a lot of ways. You know, so they can either they can all be wrong, but I don't think they can all be true. No, they're not all be true, but they have all hold a perspective of truth. It's like if you look at a shadow. On the wall of a shape, if you see the shadow and you say, "This is wrong," I, I, I'm sure some of you guys listening who have seen that image, it's like it's like a cylinder. You shine a light on the cylinder. On one side of the wall, you see a round circle. On the other side of the wall, you see a square. But then none of the square or round circle are the entirety of the truth. But it is true because it is the reflection of the object. But the truth is the object itself. So I think a lot of religions has that same perspective. It's like it's not like everything is lie because if everything is lie, then nobody would have followed them. Nobody is that stupid to follow absolute lie. They all hold certain aspect of truth, but then they hang on to that truth, which limits you to see the entirety of the truth. So.、Um... Yeah, I, I, I see what you're saying,、uh, and I did like that point that you made. You know that no one is that stupid to believe a, a lie. I, I, I do agree.、Um, you, were you here for the last caller by chance? Uh, half of it. Uh, just the last bit of it. Okay. I was yeah, a Christian before. Just, just oh, everyone okay. knows. Oh, okay. So,、mm-hmm. okay. So,、uh, knowing that, so what made you change your mind? Because I have realized the way the church is teaching is make you feel like you have no power. You need to rely on an external force to be certain way to get to God, which is to tell you you gonna listen, you gonna obey, you gonna do what you're told to do, and that never sit right with me. Plus, one one of my uh preach uh my uh pastor was saying God is jealous God. That just does not sit right with me because, to me, I feel God is non-judgmental. God is neutral. He created light. He created dark. He created all the in between. There's no such thing as God is jealous. God jealousy only exists because of someone thinks someone's less than, and there's be there is a concept of comparison. So a lot of the teaching of the church is to show how powerless we are, how sinful we are. Also, the word sin, I didn't like it at all. Even though I know we're never perfect, but we are the perfect imperfection. The reason that we're never perfect is together as one we are. Well, I've just I would just like to say this:、um, if there there is no in in Christian doctrine,、uh, like there is no way to get to. God, through certain acts that you can do, you know, certain deeds that that would be an Islamic teaching.、Uh, you know, the Christian view is that the only way to get to God is through a relationship 
with his son Jesus Christ and repenting for our sins through him. So, and I, and I, and I, w- I do agree with you. I do think there are a lot of issues with the modern church and different uh, denominations and some false teachings. Um, yeah, there's a thousand denominations. They are like not even in agreement with themselves. Yeah, but but what I but what <laughs> I will say what I will say is that don't miss the message just because of some of the messengers' acts. Because at the end of the day, they are sinners too, and they if they aren't willing to admit that to themselves, then then it, it is good that you're not you're not listening to them because those aren't any good. Oh. I guess it's her time just ran out here. No, uh, she she got back off. Uh, here she is. Sorry, uh, she's joining us again. Uh, she accidentally got off for some reason. Uh, I'm very sorry about that. Uh, are you back with us? Yeah, it's just my time running up. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I was. Uh, I didn't know. Dang, it went fast. Um, anyways, <laughs> um, what I was saying is, you know, don't miss the message because of some. The messenger, whoever you were listening to at the time, you know, saying not true things because, you know, those are exactly the types of people who Jesus, you know, made very angry because of the things he said. And that's the thing. Whoever your pastor is now or at the time, and this is I'm talking to anyone generally now, they are a sinner, too. They are just like you and they have sinned and they have also fallen short. Of the glory of God. So anyone who is making themselves an authority figure over other people saying uh, – acting like they are more righteous than the person next to them is completely wrong because we are all equally unrighteous in the eyes of God. Now, so have some people done worse things than others in our eyes? Yes, absolutely. So are you a Christian but, yourself? I am a Christian. Okay, so that makes sense the way you come from. Because once I leave Christianity, I have reflected a lot on uh, how people misinterpreted some of the scripture. For example, in the spiritual community, after we are free from religion, that when Jesus say, I am the way, and the only way through to my father is through me, I don't remember how exactly it worded. But my point is, the entire universe, there is a phrase that is the most powerful phrase you can say, and that is the I am, the I am presence. Whatever you speak as I am, you speak it into existence. So would it be possible when Jesus say, I am the way, he wasn't talking about him. He was talking about the I am presence. And... People just take it literally that they think no, he no, is. No, 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 no. He, he, he did mean that literally. We don't know that. You know, well, did he, you well, speak to well, Jesus the, in well, person? That's the thing. <laughs> that's the thing. He, it's not. He didn't say. He only didn't say that one time. He, Doesn't matter he, how many Jesus times. Jesus' entire it's message the, was in order. Jesus to get has the awakened to God. the truth, and he wants to share that truth with people to say. You all have the ability to get to where I am if you follow my path. However, don't worship me. People end up worshiping him and treat him as God, even though he has get to the closest part into be God like. Jesus is God. God. Yes, you are too. That is no, I, I am not God, and I, 
And I, and I, and that is the no. sad thing Christian Christianity is teaching is that you are powerless. You, you only need Jesus Christ to repent. I, I, yes, sin. I do. I do need Jesus Christ. You don't. Well, okay. How did you come? <laughs> Wait, you this come is a debate, conclusion? right? So I'm saying my piece and you're saying yours. And that is fine because um, people who believe in Krishna think they need Krishna. People who believe in Buddha, they think they need Buddha. People who believe in Jesus Christ, they think they need Jesus Christ. But at the end of the day, no, I, no, I, you don't, I, I don't need I don't anybody. I think I need Jesus. I, I, I know I do, and that's that's provable. So can I ask you a yeah, question? Sure. So have you? I assume you've heard of the resurrection story before. Yeah, of course. Without that, nobody even believes that he is God. A, a, yes, I, I do agree with you. So the entire story rests on that for me. And anyone who says that they will they will die, and they they tell you exactly when it will happen, exactly how it will happen, and then they tell you in three days, I'm going to get up, I'm going to walk right out of that tomb, and I'll be alive again. And there's actually do you, do you debate know anyone for who's that, done anything like that. There's actually debate for that. There's actually historical debate for exactly what happened. Um, but I'm not going to get into that. But my point is, there's plenty of people who have near-death experience knows what that is all about. And well, well, are, well, I'm not saying it was a near-death experience. I'm saying he was dead. You are not there. You did not know that. The, you were given that from the evidence. Bible. I, mean, I don't necessarily have enough time, but I can go into it if you'd like me to. I mean, there there is a lot of evidence for the for the resurrection of Jesus. There's also evidence of the other opposite way of that. Okay, he, well, um, he well, was brought what? back to, to alive, not by the way that it was like he's resurrected. And there's also another theory that he's an alien from outer space. Like there's theories <laughs> out there. The alien theory. And uh, I've heard the alien theory. He was I, I like, they were you. like, they were from a different dimension that is much more advanced than human civilization. However, yeah. they want to send Jesus here to teach us how to love. And they were so upset yeah, that I, we I, killed I, him. I do, and they were even more upset that we treat him as God after we kill him. Wait, it's just like, I, I, I agree. I, human are stupid alien. that way. <laughs> Jesus was an alien. I agree. Okay. So then why do you think he's 100%, God then? 100%. Jesus was an alien. Then it's all alien god then? Well, what's the what's the definition of alien? That is other than human race, I guess. Like other the other, other beings other, living outside the planet. From, something not from planet Earth. Yes, exactly. I don't think Jesus was from planet Earth. Right. So and in saying he came from another dimension, that that may be true. Right. I, I agree. So I then, what God Jesus, is? God is Jesus not just was fully Jesus God and fully human at the right. same time. Exactly. There is a lot of other extraterrestrial beings who are in human body right now. Oh, I, 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 I can't speak to that. But what I'm saying is, I don't know anyone else, anyone, who's ever claimed. There's a lot of people who claim that they would come back from life, but they've never done it. But here's you the know, thing. You know, he is was there for a reason to Jesus teach unconditional love. Somewhere. That's where I can find solace in believing in him. You no, you can, you can, you like, okay, this is what I recommend. You don't have to listen to me because we just met. Jesus is definitely a great guide. He is a great guide because he have achieved liberation himself. However, 
just by following Him and worship Him and seeing Christianity about how much you love Him, without doing the inner work you need to do to connect to that God within you, is useless. Now, when you, when you say the God within, we need to be more to like these... Jesus. We're not gonna be treating Jesus on a put Him on a pedestal. That is egoic, and that is absent of God. No, but but Jesus is God. You are too. No, I'm yes. not God, and you're not God either. No, we are all God because we're you, you all ha- capable have, of love. You have no power outside outside of the natural. My realm. human body is limited, but as the spirit that I am, I have well, infinite okay, potential. Well, do, do, so do you are you. Do you have any evidence to prove that? This is a long topic. I think. It's like I plant a seed. As for some reason, we- I would like to thank our last caller for coming on. As her time did just run out. That will be the end of our show today. As we reach the five o'clock mark here in Central Time, this show was recorded live, three p.m. to five p.m. Central Time. If you'd like to call in, we are live Tuesdays and Thursdays from three to five p.m. Thank you, everyone, and this podcast is available on Spotify, Apple Mu- Apple Podcast, or wherever else you get your podcast. This was another episode of Ten Minutes with Mason.